I mean, it's weird now that I'm, I guess I'm one of those people. You are one of those people. Like you're I, beginning your transition to one of those oh people. Oh, no. You're actually like midway through it. It's already it's Oh, my happening. God. But what is one of those people? Like, what exactly does it mean? Do I have to start dressing differently? Do was, I have to start acting differently? I don't know. You've, you've slowly made the change over your past year, like hosting digital trends. Like, your yeah. lifestyle has definitely changed. My lifestyle has changed, yeah. I mean, you have like my new like my how many hair products do you even use a day? I don't want to talk about that. That's yeah, not what that's exactly. not what we were bringing up on this show. Uh-huh. <laughs> Three. All right. Hello, everyone. Wow. This is Fun Employment use- Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen to this. So fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. And I'm going to continue to talk for the rest of this show so that somebody else doesn't have a chance to interject with what she was starting to say there That's at the okay. beginning. Anyway, I just wanted I just to let you say- know uh, that I use zero, <laughs> zero hair products. Well, Greg, wait a minute. How, what many, is that? how many night creams do you use now? What are you asking me these questions Because for? I don't know how many you use. I didn't realize that you actually... Do you really use a night cream? I don't use a oh. night cream. I don't use a night... The I, fact that you know what a night cream is well, totally I'm not really gives sure what away the fact that you use one. I'm, would a night cream just be like face lotion? Or what is, what is night cream exactly? I honestly don't know. It's I a don't face know that. lotion, Greg. That's designed for nighttime? Yes. Like my night recovery mask. <laughs> it's not a mask. No, I've got some products that I were. There were samples that I got, and then I've I've tried them out. And yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta stay fresh. And so I've. Um, why are we talking about this? This isn't what we were supposed to discuss here at the well, beginning. Of the well, show. I mean, we just want to know. We all know that you know Greg Nibbler is growing up a little. Anyway, if you'd like to order some night creams, uh, go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon oh, link. Oh, right the best the night top. creams are there by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on that there Amazon link. Click right there at the top of the page, and you too can order night creams to your heart's extent. Also, feel free to write to Greg and ask him what kind of uh, what his preferred brand of night cream is. I don't know. There are free samples that I got, but then I've got – I you don't want to talk nice about to this. put on a nice cold cream at night? I don't know how cold mm-hmm. – cold cream, I thought some you used that to Olay. wipe things off. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. Well, how many how it. many night creams do you use? That's none of your business. Well, you, you asked did, me. You didn't have to answer. <laughs> <laughs> you put me on the spot. Damn it! I, no, I didn't. Anyway, um, what I was going to get to, and now this does actually directly tie in, is something that uh, something that I have acquired, and it's making me think I'm am becoming kind of a different person. And uh, it's something I've I've wanted forever, but I would never actually get for myself. And I didn't realize what comes along with this, like the responsibility, the change that it makes. And uh, so I've been trying to go to the gym more and all of that, but it's difficult with my schedule to, to actually do that. And I'm mm-hmm. sure it is for a lot of people, but it is. And, and you know, it's especially when you get like locked out and they don't think that you're a full time employee. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like happened. Yeah, you've been there at four o'clock in the morning. Like, yes, yeah, because I really go, want to be here at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. That happened uh, a week and a half ago. Yeah. Where I sh- showed up and all of a sudden my key card didn't work because they forgot to put me on the right list. So oh, yeah. I was there for nothing just to sit in the lobby downtown for 45 minutes on a nice Nice. Um, Lucky Monday you. morning. Yeah, you're just like, oh, who needs that pesky sleep stuff? So, so anyway, I, I've been looking for different ways to try to get around that, and you know, I know it. I know I'm going to get a bunch of emails like, well, why don't you just go run in your neighborhood? It's free, and I know. But the thing is, I've lived in this neighborhood for a long time. It's I'm so tired of that neighborhood. 
I'm so tired of running around it. There's not really any cool things to go to. There aren't. And I, I can, mean, in all fairness, yeah. And I will say, because I like my neighborhood because it is kind of <clears throat> bustly about, like, and there yeah. are things to look at. But your neighborhood's more neighborhoody. It's very neighborhoody. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing really going on except for like, just random houses. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Or really, really busy streets that are not fun to to run on. You don't want to be on that just smell like mm. exhaust. So, yeah, it's, it's, you know, I just, I don't enjoy it that much anymore. So, um, this opportunity arose, and it actually directly relates to what Sarah is doing in uh, this uh, this house that you're selling. So you're Sarah, of course, being a real estate agent, has her listing coming up. I and do. The- oh my gosh! I actually today was very exciting for me, Greg, because you know what I did today? Because you don't realize all the different parts that you have to do. Do you know that there are? I mean, it makes sense, and I knew this, but did you know right. that there are complete companies that uh, just exist for the purpose of uh, installing and deinstalling um, posts that you hang your for sale signs on. Oh, that makes sense. So that's like yeah. their whole business is just posting. There are tons of them too. So I was like wading really? through recommendations because there are recommendations for everything, like anything that you could ask for. And then there are specific companies that just do the the install of real estate posts, Huh? So which just- is so funny. So I was going through and yeah, so I scheduled. So I'm having my real estate post delivered next week. Wow. And I put my sign on it. That's yeah. a big day. Does it have your name on it and everything? It's going to have my name on it. Oh, wow. And my phone number. Huh. Yeah. It's going to say, like, Sarah X Dillon. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. All right. All right. I know. It's super crazy. So I just, like, bought it, and, like, they just wrote me, and there's like, hey, Sarah, looking forward to our installation next week at your at your listing. I'm like, this is really happening. Are you going to pose next to it? Oh, my. Of course I am. That's going to be, like, Christmas cards. Oh, well, good. I just want to make sure. Yeah. How far away are you from bus stop advertisements? Oh, I want to get a couple under my belt. I mean, I would if someone offered, I would do them immediately. You would that's put yourself on a yeah on a bus stop. Of course, I want people to vandalize my face. What about yeah? Fine. I was going to say they're going to get vandalized. Yeah, that's fine. I like, mean, like there's one downtown when I when I drive downtown for for the other job every day, I go down uh, this one street and it's always just real estate. It's like for some reason it's the billboard for real estate agents because mm-hmm. they change it out like every month or so. Is there a different one? And it's always like clean one day and then the next day, boom, vandalized. <laughs> like just you know penises and mustaches drawn I think it might be a little ways away from billboards and buses but oh yeah Carl um, yeah and Marilyn says the fact that that fact blew my mind when I was buying or selling recently yeah it's crazy like the little things that you don't think about right when like buying or selling something like there is an actual company that just comes out and you know installs the post properly and make sure it's like fits all the legal because there's so much like there are actually legal requirements legalities about like how close it can be to the street like where it it can and cannot be posted oh wow I didn't realize there. I thought you just I honestly didn't even ever think about that. I just no. assumed somebody came out there with like a post digger and just like, you know, the real estate agent plopped it in and that's Isn't it. Isn't that funny? I mean, I think some, some agents can probably do it themselves, but I mean, you want to make sure it's installed legally and correctly. I see, I, what, so this, like, what are the legal ramifications of a post? What are the, what would people so do to violate many, it? There's so many legal ramifications of like buying or selling a house because yeah. if you do anything incorrectly, it's, you know, it can totally screw up everything. So, like, right. a lot of people have, like, transaction coordinators that make sure, you know, every T is crossed, every I is dotted. So I'm going to be working with a transaction coordinator to, like, make sure that everything's done. I mean, that makes sense on the paperwork side. I yeah. guess I'd, I'd never thought about regulations on post, on the yeah. posts. 
On everything. On like yeah. especially like with homeowners associations. I'm working with one mm-hmm. of those right now. Like the colors of the like because we were repainting uh, a front door, mm-hmm. and we had to make sure that this particular front door had to maintain like the, around this exact same color for the HOA. Oh yeah, no HOAs are weird. Yeah, they're super weird. I've never been in one, but I've I've yeah. had a lot of friends in them mm-hmm. who've gotten in trouble. Like oh, you forgot to mow your lawn, and they'll like fine you or exactly. Yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, so it's weird. I mean, there are all these like rules of like unspoken and spoken. And that you just have to kind of research and make sure that you're doing, getting every single thing done. I don't think I would do good with an HOA. Like, what do you get out of that? Do they do anything for you? Can I tell you what I've discovered? Yeah. Nothing. Okay, that's kind of what I thought. It they just, just tell you like, what to do. I, it keeps the bad kids out, I think. Right. So because nobody can paint my, their door My blue experience or... of anyone that I've known with an HOA, unless it's different, you know, like, unless you're in like Tim Rileyville, where, you know, like, I'm sure it's like the most glorious HOA in the well, entire world. Well, that's different. That's a con- Those are- Yeah, condos. Condos, yeah. But, um, yeah, this is a house. So I think basically what a, their homeowners association just, like, dictates, like, what you can and cannot, like, have in your yard. Like, for <laughs> and example- And you pay them, right? You yeah. pay for these things. Yes. You pay like a couple hundred bucks or something a month? Or? Uh, it, it varies. Varies? Yeah, it varies depending on where and like what is included oh, in it. I just don't think I could do it. Yeah, so like they can regulate like what kind of signs you have in your yard. Like okay. I had a friend who had a um, Black Lives Matter sign in their yard. Yeah. And they were told to remove it because it uh, because in the H- within the HOA, you're not allowed to have political signs. And that was deemed Screw as a political that. sign. Uh-huh. Isn't that interesting? What the hell? It's, it's a very... And that's yeah. your property, right? You just pay somebody else to tell you what to do with it? Correct. But if you're choosing to live in an area with a homeowner's association, you have to abide by those rules. Because that's one of the things that you sign in order to live. Because oh, you don't man. legally have to. You don't have to live in an HOA area. Right. But if you choose to, that's what you have to do. That's what you have to do. Yeah. Weird. I mean, the thing is, I don't think I could handle that paying somebody and then have them tell me. What to do? Yeah, and it dictates, you know, like like unless I'm getting can, something out of it, how long you can leave like Christmas lights up. So it's a that kind. Oh my God, yeah, it's. So it's then you have what a bunch of narcs in the neighborhood that are be like, oh, did you see oh, they I mean, left it's, Christmas it's, lights up a day past? It's an association, which means there are multiple narcs in the. So that's just like a whole bunch of busybodies spying on their neighbors mm-hmm. to see if they're doing something wrong. Yeah, so you set rules, and so then everyone has to follow them, and if you don't follow them, and you rat it out. Uh, he mm-hmm. didn't mow his lawn on Tuesday. He had to mow it on Tuesday. Oh wow! Yep, exactly. Okay. Yeah, Carrie says, and what kind of plants you can have, and what color you want to paint your house. Ugh. Yeah. All right, but but I mean, also you're right. You that's don't have why to those, live in those and, and also that's why those neighborhoods also look very, you know, like pristine because they the upkeep yeah. is monitored. So I mean, like this particular neighborhood that I've been going to for my um, for my listing right. is beautiful. But I mean, everything's just you know picturesquely like super clean, pristine, super yeah. Not, yeah. I mean, like I swear, this neighborhood that I went to, there were children like there was a child like bouncing a ball like next to somebody riding a tricycle down the street, and there was like a lady. Wearing like full gardening clothes, like watering her lawn and like waving to her next door neighbor who was like trimming the hedges. I'm like, where am I? It felt like the beginning of um, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Where like everyone was just so perfect. It was just so trippy to come from, you know, go out to this particular area of town after like I had, you know, just left my apartment in Southeast Portland seeing a pantsless guy on the street like pushing a shopping cart. I'm like, this yeah. is so different than... Yeah, I mean, you know, I, if, that, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. I just don't think I could handle it. Yeah. Yeah. That no, would, it's different. It's it's very interesting. That would drive me insane. Yeah. Well, I mean, really? so you don't have to, but I mean, I don't you have move to. into a place. Right. Yeah. Well, that's that's So strange. lots of things, lots of different things. Well, but let's talk about your big Well, anyway, Simone. going out to this house, mm-hmm. um, and, and as, I, uh, as I was saying, so I, I went out and I actually... 
Well, I won't say anything. But but yes, I went out there because they were getting rid of some things. Okay, so this basically my listing is for somebody that I know. Right. Yeah. So it's a yeah. it's a person. Yes, I'm I'm very excited about it. So we'll, I mean, I'll be able to talk about it next week. So it'll be listed. Right. So we won't worry about that part yeah, right now. But, but Greg also knows but, these fine folks. Well, and they were getting rid of of something, and I was like, you know, I've always thought about this. Maybe I want that. Maybe I'm ready to do that now. And now we have to analyze what that is because now I'm feeling really weird about it. But here's the thing. They were getting rid of a treadmill. And I decided, you know what? It would make sense and be easier for my life if I had that in my house because then I would be forced to use it because it's there. I have no choice but to use that. There's no excuses that can be made. But that wouldn't – that isn't – that's – not how you were thinking about it. I think because you don't have time to do anything else. Like it is well, yeah, very. That's really what it is. Well, it's yeah. convenient because you don't have to run around your neighborhood because you don't want to, and you don't have to wake up at you know three a.m. to go to the gym. That's true. Yeah, that, that's, you actually that's have like something, and you have room in your house. Like it just makes a lot of sense. Barely. Um, but <laughs> oh, was there something? Was there something wrong? There were some issues, and I have some <laughs> tight corners in my house, so it took a lot of uh, a lot of maneuvering and. Um, and ways to do this. Okay, I'm seeing all these signs that come in here. Uh, or, or, I'm sorry, all these signs, all these notes that are coming through on our live chat. So if you're a member of the FER Supporters Club, number one, thank you. Even if you don't listen live, it makes a huge difference, and we really appreciate everybody. It's $6.99 a month. That's it, and it helps us keep this show going. So even if you listen to, like, six shows a month, uh, that's, you know, a dollar, a little over a dollar a and show. And you get to hear all the glory. I mean, yeah, it's it's great. Plus so, the stuff we put in the archives that, you know, doesn't make it into the, right. the main show. There's that too. You can hear all the crazy. So so here's what I'm reading from some of the comments. Um, <laughs> Vicky says, F that. Oh, that was referring to the homeowners. Uh, Canada says, Greg, it will become a clothes hanger. Vicky says, it doesn't work that way. Mike, all treadmills end up as clothes hangers. <laughs> oh, that's what my parents is at their house because I'm just like, I didn't even realize there was a treadmill under there and I was moving something yeah. I'm like, Oh, it's a treadmill. Well, not for How me. Do you do? I am going to. I'm serious about this, and especially I want to get ready for uh, November fifteenth, which save that date, November fifteenth. So yeah, no, I'll, I'll be using it because I am that stubborn to where I got this thing and now I'm going to use it. But yes, it is also very convenient, and and I haven't been able to get to where I, where I need to go. But now that I have this, this is what I'm wondering, like. I'm a treadmill owner now. Now, granted, I didn't buy it. It was free, it was free because they wanted to get rid Did of you it, get it all which set says up? something like, about treadmills. The fact they're like, yeah, no, just just take it, just take it. Uh, nobody wants to move a treadmill. Nobody wants to move a treadmill. Yeah. So so I but except for me. So I got it. Yes, I got it all set up. I had to do a little maintenance on it and get because it hadn't been used for a while. Mm-hmm. But I, I got it all working, and so yeah. I mean, it looked like a nice treadmill. Yeah, I mean, it's a treadmill. Yeah. You know, I don't know. What, and it works, I right? I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it satisfies both of those requirements. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it worked after I worked on it for a while. But there, so so now that I have this, um, which is awesome, you know, it really is cool and a huge thank you to them for for giving me that. But uh, but now, I'm a treadmill person. What is is that there a mean? certain what does that mean? Yeah, I would want to be. I've got a spare room with a treadmill in it. Wow. All right. Well, do you have like a mirror in front of it so now you can like watch yourself like get swole, bro? No, I don't like looking at myself. No, I You're hate. You're not going to put a mirror up. No, I hate the fact that gyms have mirrors. I'm like, who wants to? No, I don't want to look at myself. Well, I mean, I guess it depends. I, I get very sweaty and red when I run. Like that's not an attractive. All right. Well, let look. me ask you this. Like, I want to see if you really are a treadmill guy. So okay, you have the treadmill now. Have you actually used it? Yes. You have used your treadmill. Yes, that I did. That is a good start. Yes. As soon as I it got it. There's nothing hanging from it. There's no nothing clothes. hanging from it. No. Wow. No. 
no then clothes. Then you are very stubborn. I'm not so leaving any clothes in there. I will not. How hard was it for you to get it into the house? Oh, it was so hard. <laughs> it was so. That thing was kind of a monster. Heavy. It was so incredibly heavy, <laughs> and uh, and I had to. I wouldn't even go through it, but it took hours and hours to figure out how to get it apart and get it apart in the right way, and then you need multiple people in order to do it right. So now that it's in there, it's going to be there forever. I mean, they're going to bury me with that in the house. So, so it's not going anywhere right now. It's there, and I am going to I'm going to use it. I want to use it every single day. All right. Well, I guess I don't know what it, the line is between like owning a treadmill and being a treadmill guy. I mean, is this – So I feel like a treadmill guy – Talks know, up, takes uh, his podcast and talks about his treadmill for a significant amount of time. Well, I don't know. I'm just asking you. I mean, it's it's weird All because right, I've never been this kind guy, of person. Okay, I feel like it's a different kind of class of person than I that I am. I mean, you are kind of classing it up. I mean, as we did talk about, yeah. you have night creams now. <laughs> you have a professional, like, personal hairstylist that goes You're making you, me sound people, weird. People dress you, like, tell you what to wear. Yeah, well, that's good and bad. That doesn't. That's not always a good thing. Yeah. But I do it. I don't know. You like go to conferences okay. and just yeah. You're very fancy yeah. now. So I mean, I think the next natural step would uh-huh. be for you to have a treadmill. Uh huh. But then you'd probably have to start like, I think in order to be like full transition to treadmill guy, you'd have to have like some sort of spandex workout. Like, oh, outfit. that that's the next step. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, spandex workout guy. But I'm not. I that will never happen. I will not wear. But what if it's just so comfortable? What if, like, because you're in your house by yourself, nobody can see you? That would no, be the best part here. about working out at home, because you can wear whatever you want. This is true. This is 100 percent true. Because I do not have to worry about that. Although, okay, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest here. Do it. I've got running shorts. They're spandex underneath, like it's spandex, um, like underneath the actual shorts. It is awesome. It's it's awesome. Well, imagine not having those other like. But I don't want to become. See, I don't know. That's one step closer to like wearing spandex in public, and I am not a spandex. You're not going to wear spandex in public. This is not made for spandex. I'm not made for spandex. That's just not how I. That's just not a good idea for me. Um, so <laughs> I don't think most people, like ninety nine percent of people, aren't made for spandex. Right. Or actually, no. Everybody, everybody is a spandex. Everybody's body, made Greg. for spandex, except for mine. I don't. I should never wear spandex. Yeah, I'm not going to wear spandex. Like mm. wear spandex to the grocery store. No, that's not going to be me. That's I'm not going to be doing that. Yeah. I'm just doing some shopping in my spandex. Now, when I was like ten and eleven, yes, I I had my spandex shorts and they were amazing because that was very popular at the time. But that's a little different. Mm-hmm. I always wear spandex yeah, underneath my um, umbros. Oh God, umbros. <laughs> For those, yes. I had so they were really expensive. So my mom only let my sister and I each have one pair. She had a navy blue pair, and I had a black pair. Uh-huh. And they were like the kind where you know, remember they had squares on them, but like it was like kind of checkerboard. But like, I never had umbros, like, but I know what you're talking. It was about. all black, like one, but one of the black squares would be shiny, and the other one would be matte. And so it kind of when it caught the light, you could see like the little umbro squares. Oh God, I they were so cool. And then I'd wear my spandex underneath them. See, I just straight up wore spandex. Ew. <laughs> yeah, it was it was popular for like a year. Maybe a summer where everybody just wore their spandex to school. With a t-shirt long enough to cover the front? Nope. Okay. That was just shorts. It was spandex shorts. And you would, I know it was a weird time. And you'd have like a stripe. I had ones that were, I had a oh, white had stripe, stripe blue stripe, and a green stripe. Because remember, that was where I created my uh, my wrestling character when I wanted to be a wrestler named sure. White Lightning. Mm-hmm, of course. So uh, so anyway, yes, as, as it's, being <laughs> it's being said in the chat, Carl in Maryland, uh, spandex is a bad look for most. Chafing is a worse look for all. Okay, that's mm. true. That's true. But uh, but anyway, so yes, I can wear whatever I want. But I'm, so you're saying I'm on the path. Before, do you have a, a like? Do you have a full like system set in there now? Like, do you have like a TV that you can like sit and watch and 
Watch your stories. Oh, you do. I can tell from his face. I have an extra TV and I ordered. No, oh, an extra God. TV. Greg, tell us about your extra oh, TV, yes. my, Greg. My extra uh, eight-year-old television. Yeah, I mean, I'm really, really fancy with that. Mm-hmm. I ordered a... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Saying this out loud, now I'm really questioning my decisions. I ordered a wall mount so I could put it up in the in the room and have the television there on the wall mount, and then I can watch TV while I run on my treadmill. Oh, no. What have I become? What have I become? <laughs> my empire. <laughs> oh. Oh, Greg. I mean, I'm glad, I'm happy for you because when you don't. <laughs> Mike, now you can watch porn while you work out without having to worry about the other gym members. Ew. No. Oh, that would be so uncomfortable for your roommate. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on there? Stay out. Anyway, um. I don't know. All I right. feel weird. I feel weird saying this out loud. So I don't you know what this means. Are going to make it like, a, like a whole home gym thing? No, just that. Just the just yeah. The I don't. I don't do the weights okay. stuff. I'm not, I'm not a weights guy. Okay. I just want to run. Well, that's very exciting for you. I mean, I look, like you got to. So I need, I need to move. I need to run. Yeah. So that's kind of where it comes down to. Well, I'm very excited for you on your treadmill. I'm glad it worked out. Okay. I'm glad you're able to get it. All right. Did you have to like? Take apart door frames or I something. I can't even in? explain how. Yes, and I can. Although I, in hindsight, I did not have to. Like it's one of those things where you finally get it into. Like if you're trying to move something, and you finally get to where you needed to go, and then you look at it, take one look, and go like, "Oh, I could have pulled that lever, and this would have been way easier, and it would have taken like I don't know five minutes instead of five hours." And it was one of those kind of things. Oh, no. I didn't quite understand how the thing worked, and I just realized afterward, I'm like, didn't need to take the door off, did I? Whoopsie-daisy. Whoopsie, whoopsie-daisy. Because I was so frustrated. No, you get so dramatic, too. I could see you just like, oh, this piece of shit. And like taking off your door. I get frustrated. I know. Well, this is why I need to run. I'm stressed. I'm I'm trying to alleviate some of my stress. Now I just feel awkward and uncomfortable. Don't feel uncomfortable. Will you mute me for a second? This cord, I need to replug it in. It's a little jinky. Ooh! What happened with this cord? There we go. There it is! It's all right, treadmill guy. I feel like you should start calling people like bro, though. Should I wear spandex to the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup this weekend on Sunday? Um, is, are you offering? No. Because that would be hilarious. You just asked, and the answer is yes. Yes, you should. I have no idea what I'm going to wear. I haven't thought about it either. Oh. Which, we need to remind everybody again, this Sunday at the Landmark Saloon. This Sunday. Come hang out with us, please, because I'm going to be, like, so crazy busy, and I want, I want like, high fives from y'all. So the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup is coming up this Sunday, September 22nd. Free doors open at 1130 a.m., Free Fun Employment Radio podcast. So normally, you know, we have our ticketed events. This is not ticketed. It's free for everybody. We will be live at noon, noon o'clock. And then the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup starts at 1. We'll have prizes. We'll have so much fun stuff. Uh, we just really want to see everybody down there. So come on down, support, hang out for a while. Even if you say, like, oh, I can come for a couple of hours. Come down for a couple of hours. That'd be great. Come in. Come out. Say hi. We'll be around. It. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. And 24 different breweries on tap. I can't so. wait to try the different, like, kinds of beer and cider and I mean, all I'm, sodas. I can tell you I'm not going to get things. through all 24. 
I should hope not. <laughs> but uh, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. That's why it's so much fun. So it'll be great. Uh, come on down there to the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornhole yeah. Tournament. All right. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Soon to be seen on a real estate sign. Holy shit. Wait, is it going to have your picture on there? No. I don't think so. I don't know. Jen's ordering them. Oh, did you get it? Does it have your picture oh, on I it? I hope to fucking God it does. Oh, I bet it does. It I does I want that to be the case so badly. No, it will not have my Like picture. a smiling you and like waving. Thumbs up. Uh-huh. No, it's not. Oh, no. I don't know. She's kind of crafty. Sarah X Closer Dylan. Come on by and we'll close the deal. What is wrong with close you? The deal, Are Dylan. you feeling like, gr- like creepy about being treadmill guys? So you're like trying to push it on me. No, I think it's hilarious. That's why I'm saying that. Sure, great. It's awesome. All right, welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy? Did you already say that? Well, you didn't say your name. I already did it before. Okay. I said Sarah Stellan. And I said it was going to be on a sign. You're being weird. Welcome to my world I of crazy. I think that's crazy. All right. First up, a story out of Florida. The story was just kind of, I was just kind of impressed. So this is a Florida couple. They're facing a list of charges after our deputies say that after they were arrested, they were able to have sexual relations in the back of the squad car. Oh. Get fully nude. Wait, the how the did they car. leave them unattended that long? Well, uh, they're both ex-convicts in love. What, what was the name of her? Fell in love. Fell in love. That was the idea for the reality show. Fell in love. Mm-hmm. I was pretty proud of that one. Uh, Ex-cons Aaron Thomas and Megan Mondanaro uh, well, were initially stopped by a deputy after they were spotted in an, uh, one evening riding bikes with no lights and almost being hit by a car oh, in Nassau County, oh, Florida. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. That was nearing about midnight. What happened to her? Uh, Did she get hit by a car? No. No, I think that's just her face. Uh, it says it was nearing midnight when a deputy from Nassau County Sheriff's Office stopped Megan Lynn Mandanaro and Seth Aaron Thomas as they were riding their bikes along a street in Fernandina Beach. Now, when the deputy arrived and pulled the pair over, he noticed that they reeked of booze and had bloodshot eyes. Also, if you see the mugshots, uh, also, the woman's face is, like, messed up. Yeah. I don't know if she, like, fell face first off of her it bicycle looks like or something. It looks like a fall It does look like scrapes kind. of a fall. Yeah. Like she, yeah, she fell on her face. Uh, so he I'm no- going to guess. I, I really don't know, but that's what it looks like to me. Well, the sheriff noticed that, yeah, they both had booze. They smelled like booze. They both had bloodshot eyes. So Thomas and Mondanaro were placed in the back of a patrol car, and that's when things got, I hate this phrase, hot and heavy. Ew. Ew. The deputy that is, yeah. He, so he opened, uh, says that he opened the door to tell them to stop when he noticed that Thomas, the man, was completely naked, had taken off all of his clothes while handcuffed, to mind you. I'm just kind of impressed by that. Yeah. I how mean, do do how many times do you have to get arrested before you figure out that trick? Where you've like figured out how to do it? Yeah. And uh, the woman's pants were down and her chest was exposed. Uh, both submitted to breathalyzer tests and uh, both blew extremely high on them. Uh, so they were both charged with DUIs and exposed organs. Ew, gross. Yes. That's also a very gross phrase. Exposed organs? Ew. Well, when you say it like that, yeah, it's disturbing. Yeah, it's disturbing. All right. That's my Florida story. Okay. This one, I wanted to ask what you thought about this because 
I think I might be brave enough to do this, but I don't know if I would be. So this is a thing that I just saw somebody share, and so I grabbed it for World of Crazy. So there's a company called this uh, called On Pins and Needles, and this they host this thing where it's called Survive Jason. And what it is is they actually do a Friday the 13th themed, uh, themed like survival party where you're basically hunted by Jason from Friday the 13th, and you have to survive the night. What? Yes. Where? Where does this take place? This is in Arizona. So this is called You Have to Try and Survive Jason with Your Friends at a Campground in Arizona. <laughs> no. So it's called F-13 Survive Jason. So this is an event that you can pay money to to join. So this requires you to solve puzzles to try to find a way to escape the nightmare of Jason Voorhees. Now, this happens um, like a couple times a month in Arizona. Uh, you have to be 18 or older to participate. It goes from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. So when it's dark outside. So is it like an escape room? Yeah. So it's it's an escape room, but it's in a campground in the dark. What happens if he – ew. Yeah. So um, so you can be up to a team of eight players or else you can play by yourself. Can you shove people off to be like sacrifices? What, try and like throw them out? Yeah. Uh, so you can do this for $25 a person inclu- and it includes a meal. So you'll have something to, like, throw up when you're very terrified. $25. That's surprisingly cheap. Yeah. So this guy – so somebody who's playing the character of Jason hunts you and you have to be – so not only are you being hunted, you also have to solve puzzles in a specific amount of time. So you're stressed out that someone's going to pop out at you while trying to, like, use your brain. I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. So the I'm first game starts that. about around dusk, and it does say the anticipation alone might like starts to freak people out before the game even starts. Usually, the problem is if he got too close. Like I'm too, I startle very easily, so I'd probably like kick. I, you I do. do. You're so twitchy. Yeah, I'm, I'm so startled. I'm so. Startled. You get so startled. I'm so startled right now. Don't you do? I've like I've seen you like air punch, and you're just like feel like you seem like you're going to have a heart attack. Yeah, every time. It's true. Mm. I'm kind of high strung. So I guess if you survive and your game keeps going into overtime, the area of play, like the area in the campground, keeps getting smaller and smaller, <laughs> which is terrifying. Russian Mike is asking, "Is this just a Craigslist ad? Twenty five dollars for Jason to hunt you and your <laughs> friends in my backyard? <laughs> is it? I mean, twenty five dollars for a five hour thing and dinner? That doesn't seem like that's a right price." Well, if it's just like a hot dog or something. I guess. All right, Sam, look at this. Five we, bucks an hour We host, some dude in a mask to chase you around? Yes, yeah, so it's called an action survival game, live action survival game. What happens if he catches you? I think he murders you. <laughs> you signed the waiver, man. You said it was fine, man. Yes, yeah, so this is a company called On Pins and Needles. So if you want to look it up and you're in the Arizona area, like I, I think this I'd is do eventually it. this is going to be a really crappy horror movie that you're going to watch. Of course it will be. But we thought it was just part of the game. It turns out the real killer was, was among real. us the whole time. <laughs> so you think someone's going to actually like snap and become the real killer? No, the real killer will be part of the eight, group of eight. I can already write this movie. Group of eight people, they go out there, this is fun, they love, you know, escape rooms, let's take it up a notch, and they see this ad in the newspaper, oh man, that looks fun, and they go out there and they're participating in it, the thing is, the actual camp itself is totally legit, they're just there to have fun, but one of the people in the, in the group, he wants to take it up to another level, so he slowly picks off each one of his um, people, and they're like, man, I haven't seen, 
I haven't seen Judy for a while. I don't know where she is. Ah, she's scared. She probably just went back to the car. <gasps> oh, my God. And then they God. circle around, and then eventually they see Judy's body hanging from the tree. They're like, oh, my God, it's real. But it's been him, this one guy the whole time, and then he whittles him down until the very end. That's like him versus two people, and they realize that the the guy who was playing the serial killer, once he's dead, too, because they think that's who it is at first, but then he's like, he was just an actor, so that guy's dead. And they're like, oh, my God, it was it was Carl. It was Carl all along. Oh, boy. There it is. I'm looking at all this, and they have I mean, actors that, that play, like, Mrs. Voorhees and cops and people who, have, who are, like, laying around who have been murdered. <laughs> That's crazy. They have, like, the cops show up, and then Mrs. Voorhees is there. Oh, wow. Too. That's pretty amazing. Oh, you don't – are you unfamiliar with the story of Friday the 13th? I'll tell you what I think I know because I didn't watch – we talked about this before. I was a Nightmare on Elm Street guy growing up. So from what I understand, Freddie was – or I mean Jason was at a camp. Um, he was murdered by drowning or something in the lake. By neglect from horny by teenagers. By neglect. Wait, what? By neglect from horny teenagers? Yes, because the teen- the camp counselors weren't paying attention. So they were just and like then he just, And then he drowned. And then he drowned. And then he came back to kill everybody because they weren't paying or attention Or did to he? I'm not going to tell you. Or, or it was the mom the whole time or something? The mom's involved somehow. I don't know. Who's to say? Sure. Who's to say? Well, I mean, it's easy to say. It's in the movie. I mean, mm-hmm. it's very easy to figure that out. I could Google it right now. That's who's to say. Yeah, it looks like this is sold out forever. I'm looking at this now. I'm like, I want to go do that. So maybe we should start one in Portland. Did you not listen to my horror movie? I mean, I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, no, I know. I've seen real. that horror movie like 17 times, and you're right. I would watch it again. I just wrote that horror movie right now. Mm. I've written so many award-winning movies on this show just by coming up with them. Wicked. Wicked. All right, so that's happening in Arizona. And finally, if you thought that was terrifying, this is one of the most terrifying stories I think I have ever read. This is a bold claim. Woman has been left with her mouth stuck open after laughing too hard. What the? What? Yes. A woman has been stuck with her mouth stuck open because she opened her mouth too wide to laugh. I don't ever want to mix well, How is this? Laugh. Okay, I have an, I, I want to tell you something about this. But So a Chinese woman recently had to have her jaw set back into place by a doctor after she dislocated it and got it stuck by laughing too loudly. How, how wide does she open her jaw when she's laughing? So this took place on September 1st on a high-speed train. Uh, So there was a doctor who had boarded the train. Uh, He was commuting, uh, heard an urgent appeal for medical assistance being broadcast over the train through the speakers. He rushed and found a female passenger who just had her mouth locked wide open and she was drooling. Oh, man. So it looked like she had suffered a stroke, but her blood pressure was normal. It was only after speaking to eyewitnesses that he had learned the woman had become unable to close her mouth after a bout of loud laughter. He said she was drooling. I initially thought she had a stroke. If, would, do you think maybe she was one of those really loud talkers and loud laughers on the train? And then you think she like, got... Then at one point, you know, everybody's like, oh, ha, ha. oh, wait, no, sorry, I guess I can't laugh at that. Yeah. That went through my head. Yeah. Anyway. So she's just sitting there. They have pictures of her with, like, her eyes blurred out. That's like, horrible. Her with, her stuck, with her mouth stuck open. Just, oh, my Aah. God. Yeah. Did you ever hear of the, the uh, term stuck face? No. Stuck face was this idea, and it actually made it into a movie, too, but was the idea that if you're making, like, a stupid face. Oh, then it face, sticks like that? No, if somebody slaps you on the back, then your face stuck is stuck like that, so you have stuck face. 
what? Yeah, if you're like making Never, like, like a, if you're like making like a gross face at somebody, you know, like making a face, and then somebody slaps you on the back, then yeah, your your face could get stuck that way, and you have stuck face. Wow, somebody dug deep to come up with the name for that. Well, it was for children, Sarah. It was for children. Okay. Now the um, that's also in a movie too. One crazy summer, there's the mean girls. Who do like pig faces at the other little girl, and they they're calling her a pig and everything, and then they get slapped on the back, and then they their faces are stuck. I have never pigs. heard of that. That is yeah. weird. Have you ever watched One Crazy Summer? I don't know. It was with um, who all was in that? Demi Moore, um, Bobcat Goldthwait. Oh, is that when they go back to the camp that they were all in as kids? Uh. No, they don't go to a camp. I don't think they go to a camp. Uh, why am I? Why am I blanking? Um, John Cusack. John Cusack's the lead. Yeah, John Cusack, Bobcat Goldthwait, Demi Moore, and then a bunch of other people that you recognize from the eighties. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no, it's not the camp, but it's the classic going back to uh, Grandma's house, and Grandma's house is getting taken over by the evil country club guys who are going to buy the land and turn it into a golf course. Uh oh. It was that one. Okay. You know, and then the rich the rich guy, well, I'm going to take it over. And then the rich guy's son is just a jackass, but the rich guy's son is dating the hot girl. And one of them likes the hot girl, but she can't pay attention to them. But then secretly she's kind of attracted to the, to the nerd. I mean, mix up all 80s movies, throw it in a grab bag, and then boom, that's one crazy summer. Good to know. It's great. And Bobcat Goldthwait's a friggin' weirdo in it. Um, he's magical, so he's Oh, yeah. A no, he's, he's a great weirdo. All right, well, I'm going to look that up. Um, I would watch that. It's got four and a half stars on IMDb. I mean, it is a classic 80s out movie. Out of 10, Greg. No, it's out of five. No, on IMDb, it's out of 10. Oh, this is on Amazon. <laughs> four and a half out of five. I'm, t- I'm telling you, it's a, I mean, I'm surprised that you haven't seen it. Oh, it looks like Oh, it's, it's six and a half out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, I mean, That's it's fine. Some of movies. my favorite. I don't give a shit what what uh, other people think about the movies that mm. I like. I mean, I never take something judged on what it's rated. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he's a cartoonist too. That's his thing. Oh, it gets more and more layered. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there you have oh, it. Oh yeah, his name's Hoops because he's good at shooting. <laughs> he's good at basketball too. Is that what you wanted your name to be? <clears throat> no, Hoops McCann. Hoops. I don't even know where to go from there. There's your world of crazy, my friends. Crazy. What a strange show. Indeed, this has been a very weird mm-hmm. episode. Treadmill guy. No. I do need to say something, though. Because there was a couple of things I forgot to bring up about Rose City Comic Con. One, um, it was awesome to see Aaron Duran and Jen. Oh, cool. They were there. Yeah, they had a booth. It was great. And Aaron was selling his books, which are... Awesome. I bought oh, two yeah. of them. Oh, yeah. He has the new um, short stories book. Yep. Awesome. I bought, t- I bought two of them. Well, I need to get to mine as well. You do need to get them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really cool to see him. And uh, geekinthecity.com, that's where you can go and check out all of Aaron's stuff. As usual. I mean, if you listen to this show, you probably listen to Geek in the City already because they are live here on the network on Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. But I uh, wanted to shout out to, to Aaron Duran and Jen. And awesome. also um, to Derek. From Black's Pest Services because oh yeah he was uh, he was yeah. doing a panel right so here's the thing the internet was so bad in there because everybody's online I didn't notice it until I left but Derek was hosting a panel and he had written me right before he we went on saying hey hosting a panel I can introduce you to a falconer there was a man with a falcon and you missed it and I missed it 
I was there. I just didn't see the message. So, yeah, I missed that. But uh, that does bring me to this point. Black's Pest Services yes. is a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, and we really appreciate all of their support. If you have any kind of a property or home in the Portland metro area and beyond, give Black's Pest Services a call. Have them come out if you already have an issue. I know somebody in the chat saying that they they it sound, they thought they might have a rat in their rafters that is taunting them. Black's Pest Services would be exactly the people to call for that. That It'll is exactly who you should talk to. Figure out exactly what it is going on. I mean, it could be a mountain lion. Could, could be, be or cougar. Do you know they just saw a cougar on uh, Powell Butte? Sarah, what do you think a mountain lion is? It's a type of cougar. What do you think a puma is? A shoe. You're right on all accounts. Anyway, uh, give Black's Pest, Black's Pest Services a call. <laughs> Blackspestservices.com. That uh, is where you can go and set up an appointment. They are great. I really appreciate their uh, their support of Fun Employment Radio. Also, after this episode, for you members of the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club, $6.99 a month, the first week is free. Uh, we're going to have the next episode of the Mark and Todd cast airing just for you before it goes live, and it is when Mark and Todd sat down with Daria. Oh, awesome. Yep, Daria if you're, Yeah, If you're old, a rip. Old yeah. school radio personality, Daria. I think she has a, um, a podcast now as well. She does, yeah. yeah. Yep, so Daria sat down with those two, and they talked about radio in the 80s, I guess, and like back in the day. So, pretty cool. So that's going to be airing live for you that are members of the Sports Club because you get to hear it before it goes live awesome. anywhere else. All right, thank you, everybody. For tuning in, you're all amazing. September 22nd, Landmark Saloon. That's this Sunday. We'll see you all there. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye. Bye.